Today's episode will involve violent and graphic descriptions of murder. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Thank you for joining us for another episode of our podcast. I'm Les. And I'm Mo. And this is The Les and Mo Show. What's going on, guys? Before we jump into today's topic, please be sure to subscribe and hit the like button. Click the notification bell so you can get an update on our next episode. If you're listening on Spotify, please follow us and give us a rating. And also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at The Less and Mo Show. Now let's dive into episode number two. Today, we're talking about the narco-Satanist cult of Mexico. They're crazy. Sorry, they're nuts. Absolutely. I mean, when you think about satanic rituals, you may think of uh, conspiracy theories or uh, think of them as a thing of the past. But not too long ago, there was a very big and a very real satanic cult doing rituals that included sacrificing animals. And then they eventually moved on to humans. And uh, that's where we stand with this cult. I mean, these people are absolutely crazy. This is the most messed up cult. I think I've ever yeah. read about or heard of. I mean, Jim Jones and Jonestown, that's one thing. Yeah. But the stuff that this cult did makes Jim Jones look like a pastor. Well, and he was one, but still makes him look like a saint. It's yeah, crazy. the, the narco Satanist cult was doing a little bit of everything from... Um, they were basically a massive group of serial killers. Um, yeah. They were, you know, devil worshippers or whoever they were worshipping. And uh, on top of that, they were dealing with cartels, so oh, yeah. a little bit of everything. They had their, their hands in everything, everything. Yeah. But, I mean, we got to look back at the younger year of the cult leader, and his name was Adolfo Costanzo. Um, he's a real trip, like real deal, Holyfield certified psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> like, I cannot get over this guy and the craziness that happened in his i believe 26 years of life he, he lived a crazy life i right. mean he did a lot he was um something but he was born to a 15 year old mother named delia um in 1962 in miami florida his father wasn't really in the picture it's believed that he died so delia was his main caregiver um delia really put him into a life of crazy so i it's it's so looking back on it it is so obvious why all of this happened i mean it starts with his childhood and how he was raised and what he was raised around oh yeah that brought him to the point to to be a cult leader and to do the things that he did so it all makes sense but delia she she would marry two other men and she would have two other sons one by each man so altogether she had three sons three husbands and all three of these husbands died so that's shady sketchy yeah um but before after her first husband died so adolfo's dad delia made the decision to move to san juan puerto rico and she took little adolfo with her But in Puerto Rico, 
she would start practicing Palo Mayombi. And Palo Mayombi is, it depends on where you're from, mm -hmm. what region you're from in Africa, but it's it's um similar to voodoo it's, yeah, it's black very magic similar to voodoo yes black magic you know what they call it in different um religions and all of yeah. that but she had adolfo baptized in the catholic church and he would serve as an altar boy but at the same time little miss delia had him involved in all this pa oh, yeah. Paolo Mayombi. And so it's, a, it's just a big mix-up of a little bit of everything, and they're, they're yeah. obviously trying to have a cover as well, try to cover up their tracks by being part of the church. And Yeah, and, and I know some a, of these, like, voodoos and stuff like that are partially influenced by Catholicism. Hmm. I mean, obviously it's like, you know, they're taking things as they want to take it, you know, with Catholicism and all. But it's crazy to me that she actually had him baptized in that religion yeah. and then had him and, an active <clears throat> member of the church. I mean, it's crazy that she's involving him in her activities that at such an early age. I mean, who gave her the right to decide that this is what Adolfo is going to do? Yeah. Like, why would he you <laughs> expose them to that? He grew up to be just, I mean, 10 times crazier than her. So. Oh, 100%. But... Um, in San Juan, Delia decided that she was going to remarry and have this uh, um, second child of hers. Mm -hmm. um, at the age of 10, though, Adolfo became an apprentice under a priest in Little Havana who practiced Palomayombi as well. And that's when the animal sacrifices kind of started. Ooh. Age 10. Yeah, that's what? how that's how it always starts for any serial killer. That's the first sign yeah. is when they start killing animals. Well, it's crazy for me to think about this because I have little cousins <laughs> around that age, and there is no way like all they care about is TikTok dances and silly social media trends and stuff like that. This guy was literally practicing voodoo. That's the thing, though. You know, in his family, that was normal. I'm sure if you saw one of your younger cousins do that. You'd be like, dude, what are you doing? I would beat them. I'm just kidding. Corporal punishment is not good. But, you know, for him and his family, this was normal. This is what his mom was doing. And this was a way of life. It's just amazing to me that as a mother, and who knows how she was raised. That's the thing is there's yeah, not a don't... lot of information about mm -hmm. her. There's not a lot of information about the husbands. There's not a lot of information about his siblings, Adolfo's Just Adolfo. siblings. Yeah. Which honestly, if I was his sibling, I wouldn't want people to know that I was related to this guy. And you know, unless it's some messed up family where they're all proud yeah. of that. Who knows? I mean, she was. It looks like his mom. But yeah. You know, Adolfo's family. Uh, they eventually moved back to Miami in oh, 1972. Yeah. His stepfather died of cancer the following year. Eventually, the mother would remarry for the third time to a man who was heavily involved in voodoo religions and in drug dealing. Of course. Yeah. The so trifecta. I still think it's really shady that how her husbands keep passing away. I right. feel like, you know, if she's practicing black magic, could she possibly be cursing her husbands Ooh. to like get some sort of like insurance money or something like that yeah like, like i mean who knows it's cancer that he died from but still i mean if you're somehow you know you have all this energy and power maybe yeah. you can do something like that to someone yeah absolutely and uh delia would 
eventually start to involve Adolfo and some of her petty crimes. And uh, the two would actually end up getting arrested numerous times for theft, shoplifting, and vandalism. As messed up as that is, I feel like that's just child's play. Like, I mean, I'll be honest. I got I got caught once for stealing something at Walmart. <laughs> I was like in high school, probably like a freshman. And I was with one of my friends. It wasn't even me that got caught. He he got caught first and I was like with him. Uh-oh. And they like stopped us on the way out. And we're like, dude, come on, man. Like, I'm not just going to leave you here, bro. It's all yeah. good. And nothing happened to me. Oh my and gosh. he ended up getting a ticket for stealing. <laughs> I have done, I have stolen before as well. I am not proud to admit it was alcohol when I was like 19. I don't know why I couldn't just get somebody to get it for me. But I did eh. steal. I'm sorry to the shop and We've save in Crestwood. I apologize. I apologize. But hey, we yeah, we've all been there. We've all done it. Enough of that side story. Yeah. So, you know, it's obvious that this family, you know, mainly his mom and Adolfo are obviously committed to this way of life. And uh, animal sacrificing was basically normal in the household. At one point, um, it is said that they had 27 animals in a small apartment. Ugh. Dead animals, animal bones were often spotted in the backyard of their home. And neighbors would claim that if there was ever a disagreement between them and the family, they would find mutilated dead animals on their property. Hell no. Hell no. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Hey, I've dealt with like bad neighbors. That's like next level. (laughs) Okay, so can you imagine you get them as neighbors they move in you try to go over there with your cookies hey welcome to the neighborhood family and all these pets are just running around like crazy and they're not even pets bro they're just getting plumped up for the sacrifice yeah that and then you i don't know report them to animal services or whatever and then the next day you find one of the 27 animals dead on your porch what crazy you know that's i mean i've seen people with a lot of pets um that many but you're not expecting i mean 20 you know you'd be surprised but you, you don't expect anyone to just be killing them yeah. and running rituals in their backyard or whatever they're you know they were doing but or leaving it on their neighbor's doorsteps yeah. oh gosh dude if i ever if, some, if one of my neighbors ever did that bro oof, toss could, it right back at you i was just gonna say i can picture <laughs> you taking it i don't know why i pictured a bird and you grabbing it like with okay. your no. little fingers and then throwing it back by the wing or no. something but i could totally see it oh, but boy. in his early teen years adolfo started an apprenticeship with a haitian priest where he would learn numerous spells and how to use animal bones to harness and increase his powers so, you know, they're obviously feeling something from doing these rituals. It's working for them. Um, and what he does is he spends a lot of his teens cruising gay clubs and committing petty crimes like vandalism and theft. He also started practicing fortune telling. Around the age of 18, he supposedly predicted that there would be an unsuccessful assassination attempt on the life of President Ronald Reagan, which did indeed happen uh, shortly afterwards. And after graduating from high school with poor grades, which I feel that, (laughs) he uh, spent one semester at a junior college before leaving. So, I mean, you know, the fortune telling, I feel like is if he's charging people for that, that's like the entrepreneur in him, which which we see later on what that turns out to be. But right. I, I just like with fortune telling, I feel like 
it's kind of gimmicky because there's literally a 50 50 mm -hmm. shot of whatever you say happening it's either gonna happen or it's not i mean simple as that yeah. something like a assassination attempt on a president that's a pretty bold statement i mean it's not like that happens d like we know but it's not like that happens all the time that we know about you know so yeah. I, that's crazy to me that he kind of had that prediction and then dang it came true like who knows what kind of powers he actually had i mean he he was into a lot of weird stuff but as an adult adolfo um would eventually move from miami to mexico city and instead of doing predictions he started doing tarot card readings um and he made a whole business out of it and that's when he kind of started recruiting his followers for the cult um castenzo and his um first three followers martin jorge and omar um all of which he had sexual relationships with um he he was very sexually engaged with everyone in his cult like, yeah. like we should put that out there now. I, like, I feel like that's how they kind of gain their followers trust and kind of yeah. get like some bad secrets you know you like i yes. blackmail almost like i got this on you well and like not only that but i feel like they do it in a manipulation kind of way too to show that well, oh i love you oh yeah. i am i care for you i'm doing this for you for like, us uh, blah, blah, blah. like that cult nexum i think yes, it was called i was just thinking about where they that. were literally um I don't know. It's David not, something and yeah. Allison Mack. Yeah. You know, so that's, it's, it's kind of a similar thing where they're kind of gaining power over, over you and you don't even realize it. Yeah. They're like building this false sense of trust mm -hmm. with you in order to manipulate you. And Hey, these people, I don't even want to say that they were manipulated into this. These people were so messed up as well that I think that they all just got a kick out of doing this crap. So messed up. But over the years, um, Adolfo, like, very few years adolfo would build a large and loyal following who would call him el padrino and that is spanish for godfather the godfather so you can see that you know everybody thought really highly of him yeah um but he and his followers would work together to establish a business selling and storing drugs as well as casting spells of protection um, and good luck over local drug cartels. Um, these spells, this just blows my mind. These spells would cost up to $4,000 each. And wow. they would, it was like a whole show, okay? They involved animal sacrifices, um, these rituals that they would do. And so not only did they charge for this show but they charged per animal like what kind of animal they used. yeah they had they had like a whole menu basically oh yeah so they had roosters that were like six dollars they had boa constrictors 450 dollars goats were 30 cows and zebras were 1100 and i hate this one the most it makes me so sick but all of it does but this one really touches me like it they did lion cubs mm -mm -mm. okay and they charged three and three uh 3500 for these lion cubs to be slaughtered and where's carol baskins at i swear is she the one who was selling it to them or probably no Joe? she's she's the one who's trying to save it i, I mean think so. that's what they tell us but <laughs> yeah but anyway so they would use all the different parts of the animals in some way, shape, or form in the ritual, but the biggest thing for them was their bones. 
So they would take, they had this huge cauldron and they had it on this ranch um, called Rancho Santa Elena. And this cauldron that they had, they would just stack it with these bones and stuff. And it was used for show. And then later it was used for something absolutely more disgusting. And that's a big reason why we had a trigger warning on this today. But anyways, he, he would, you know, do all of this in front of his clients and his clients consisted of many high-ranking drug dealers hitmen and high-ranking police officers that were obviously corrupt and i think that these guys just really got off on watching this yeah it's insane like, i mean he, he obviously you know picked like-minded people everyone was kind of into what they were doing all of yeah. his cult members um everyone was corrupt basically so yeah, and these corrupt-ass police officers started introducing him to some of the biggest cartels in Mexico. He got introduced to the Gulf Cartel, and that had been one of the biggest cartels since, like, the 1930s. Then he got introduced to um, the Calzadas, and the Calzadas, they didn't want anything to do with them, with him. Aldolfo went to them and was like, hey, I want to work with you guys. I want this partnership. And the Calzada said, hell no, absolutely not. And when they rejected him, I guess little Adolfo got all mad about it and in his feelings mm. because not too long after that, seven of the Calzada family members disappeared. Damn. Yep. They didn't and see it, that coming. Oh, no. It gets worse. So you would think like they're a powerful ass family they're not worried about anything going on but here comes this crazy and his well merry band of they idiots. basically saw what was coming to this guy and that's why they didn't want to deal with him but they caught you know yeah that was a bad decision caught a hot one <laughs> but yeah so anyways these dis these families that were gone they had their bodies turn up a little while later but they were missing fingers or toes could have been an ear their brains and even in one case someone's spine was missing so that's terrible yeah how do you yeah. even do that bro i <laughs> like, i don't know that would take a lot of work that's, and that's so crazy that's just really messed up but no big deal adolfo decided he was going to make friends with these guys called the hernandez brothers mm -hmm. and they were going to be like his little henchmen they were just as crazy as adolfo in every way and then he would meet right after the Hernandez brothers, he would meet his second in command, Sarah Aldretti. She was dubbed the high priestess of the cult. And this woman, I just don't even have any words because it's insane. You know, she, she was just something special, but she was in charge of making sure everything ran smoothly when Adolfo was out smuggling his drugs. Um, he would smuggle marijuana and other drugs over the border into the U.S. And Costanzo and the group would eventually believe that those animal bones that they were using weren't giving them as much as protection and power that they wanted. So what's the next step? What do you do when you think your animal bones aren't working? Human bones. Yep. But, you know, they hadn't moved to murdering humans yet. So they basically just robbed graves and that's, used those bones in the rituals. That's terrible. Like, that's that bothers me because it's like they're these people are already dead. It's mad disrespectful. <laughs> so. But 
they would use these bones and in that gross little cauldron and he would you know continue performing his rituals for his clients and um at some time at some time though he and his followers would then make the decision that human sacrifice was literally the ultimate way to go it would help wow. them like harness the highest amount of power they would get all this energy and all this protection so and good luck. it's basically like a high right <sighs> they're they're chasing that next high and can't get enough of it i guess and so. now this is basically as far as you can go with it yeah i mean it doesn't get much worse than killing people like ritualistically. Yeah. So. I mean, and the way they did it too, just like not anything. I mean, there's uh, one specific quote, um, that they have Adolfo, you know, it was an instruction really to his cult, uh, because they wanted to harness as much power as they could. They started to find victims to sacrifice. Um, and Adolfo was known for telling his followers that they must die screaming. Oh. So, that's so messed up. You know that he was, you know that they were doing some messed up shit when that's what he's telling yeah. them. So it, it, that basically meant torture them, whatever you got to do to basically make sure that they're scared to death when they're dying. That's so sad. Like it just the, and we've seen, like you can see all the pictures and stuff of these ranches and these apartment buildings and stuff that he had. And you can just like pick, picture at all yeah Sorry, kind of go like back in time just, yeah yeah it's i mean it's absolutely terrible what his yeah. victims were facing but you know these, these sacrifices need to feel maximum pain while dying um that was the main thing and um you know he obviously targeted uh certain people um people who were maybe uh feeling down, uh, at the rock bottom you know some of them prostitutes or rival drug dealers homeless people People who were not in, in a space where, you know, they were able to defend themselves properly. So um, even some of the family members of the cult were not off limits. Uh, one time a member's young cousin was kidnapped unknowingly. I mean, wow. <laughs> Can you imagine, hey, we're about to do the sacrifice. We're going to get all this power. And then they like take this hood off this kid. And oh, dude, that's my cousin. That's yeah. He's like, yo, what are you doing here, bro? How'd yeah, I mean, and do you even say anything? Can you say anything? Are you And you scared? see your cousin on the other side with the cult, and you're Ooh. like, bro. And then you witness the murder here. on top of it, knowing that's your yeah. So, up. so this guy's face was revealed during a ritual, and he obviously sees his mem uh, his his family member, and the other guy sees his cousin who's about to die. Uh, but at this point, it was too late to interfere, and he was sacrificed. So screwed up. The rituals would become more horrific each time from amputations to beheadings uh, to removing brains. Each time parts were added to the cauldron along with water or alcohol. Gross. This concoction was then drank by the members in order to gain all the power they could. That's disgusting. Literally yeah. disgusting. That's I... sick. Ugh. Now, there'd be many more victims. However, there was... One murder that was the biggest got the most media attention, and that was the murder of Mark Kilroy in 1989. Uh, that would be basically the beginning of the downfall of the cult. Adolfo began to believe that using highly educated individuals in his rituals would bring them the most power. That's how Kilroy was selected. Uh, Kilroy was a pre-med student on spring break in Mexico when he was approached by two of the cult members. They were pretending to be police officers. They obviously scared him a little bit. 
and uh, they were able to stop Mark for public intoxication and they gained control of him um, you know obviously got him in their car threw him in the trunk actually and then they transported him over to their cabin or what was it called their Santa ranch. Elena, their but ranch. what's funny though is that after they got him into the trunk, somehow this dude got out of the trunk and he like escaped from the oh, car. Right. But you know what? They had they were they, they were so smart and messed up at the same time because they had another car tailing them, and obviously he didn't see it or know that. And he got out of the car, and here comes the other car with two more men, yeah. and they grab him, recapture him, and then they take him out to the ranch. Yeah. So, obviously, Mark was fighting. He was trying to get away from these guys. He yes. knew what was going on. Um, there was actually another attempt of escape at the ranch, but Mark was recaptured. He was then tortured, sexually assaulted, and then he was murdered. Uh, directly by Adolfo, who used a machete to make a fatal blow to the neck, mm. and his brain was removed from his body in order to be boiled in Adolfo's cauldron. And they he got he got the worst of it man i feel like his body was even dismembered and then later burned his disappearance sparked an outrage from the u.s to mexico and then there was soon pressure on the mexican police to find those responsible for mark's death i'm glad that texas stood up for mark and wanted answers and put this pressure on mexican police because had they not, who knows how long yeah. all of this would have gone on for. And the countless number of people, there already is a countless number of people, but just it could be 10 times worse if this didn't happen. Like, So good for Texas. But not too long after the murder of Mark Kilroy, the Mexican police initially picked up four of Costanzo's followers, two of which included the Hernandez brothers. So police quickly discovered the cult and that Costanzo had been responsible for Kilroy's death. Officers raided the ranch and they discovered Costanzo's cauldron. And the cauldron, guys, it contained several disgusting items. Um, one was a dead black cat and a human brain. And um, it's believed that it was Mark Kilroy's brain. That was oh, bad. yeah. I mean, he was a probably the last one hopefully yeah. gosh yeah but they found 15 mutilated corpses on the ranch and one of them was in fact kilroy's body uh costanzo he ended up fleeing to mexico city with four of his followers where he basically they basically hid in an apartment that he owned so the only reason that they were discovered is because the police rolled up on the apartment building but they were going for a domestic disturbance. Adolfo thought they were there for him, for sure. And oh. I'm, I'm sure he was on edge. Oh, yeah, he was anxious. He was on the run. Yeah, he knew Yeah, he knew that it was coming one day. And so he got, you know, nervous, and he was like, you know what, screw it. We're going to try to shoot our way out of this. So he opened fire on these police officers, and they were like, oh, shit, we got a call for reinforcements. So before too long there was like a whole scene there like movie scene you know you know what's funny i was just thinking about this mm -hmm. um he's trying to get away from murder but his whole thing is sacrificing people 
to gain power and protection from the police. Yeah. And it's ironic. It's like he's trying to get away from it, but at the same time, he's getting deeper into it as he's killing more people. And he's (laughs) like, he was in with the police too, and now the police are the ones who are coming after him. You know. Well, as soon as as soon as he got caught up, everyone turned on him because this wasn't gonna last. Well, they know the U.S. isn't gonna screw around with that. Like they're gonna put pressure on him, and you know, it's a United States citizen. So of course, like it's gonna go down. But this this brought so many police reinforcements him opening fire on them like that um but this is what kills me the most out of all of this he is such a coward because he was like oh i don't want to go to prison i don't want to go to prison so he decided to give one of his followers alvara de leon his gun which was a machine gun and he ordered him to just open fire and it wasn't just opening fire on Adolfo, but Adolfo also wanted Martin Quintana to be shot with him. And if you don't remember, Martin was one of his very, very, very first followers back in the day when he was just doing like tarot card readings and predictions and stuff. Yeah. So they were lovers. And so I guess, you know, they were just going to go out together. They weren't going to do the prison thing. But... De Leon, known as El Doobie, and Sarah um, Aldretti were both captured. Thank goodness they were captured, especially Aldretti. Um, and then a total of 14 cult members were charged with a range of the crimes that they committed. Some were charged with murder. Some were charged with drug running. Um, others were charged with obstructing justice. Um, Sarah Aldretti, though, Elio Hernandez and Serafin Hernandez were convicted of multiple murders and were ordered to serve prison sentences of over 60 years each. Hell yeah. De Leon, he was given a 30-year term. Crazy. Whatever. Um, but if co-leader Sarah is ever released from prison, America is going to take her ass and prosecute her for the murder of Mark Kilroy. So yeah. we'll see you soon. I Sarah. mean, I feel like they should have brought them all over to Extra the U.S. Every single one of them. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. Because who knows? You don't know whose hand was involved in what. I mean, I guarantee every single one of them had a part in every single oh, yeah. sacrifice. Yeah. Like they all wanted power you know, and protection. So that is the crazy story. So let's go Adolfo. over some of the, the facts that that are out there. So the confirmed number of vic- victims is at uh, 16. Uh, suspected number is at 26. Crazy. That's I, I personally believe it was probably like closer to like 50. I would not even be surprised. Yeah. And if you add the bodies of all or the animals, all the animals that he sacrificed oh. on top of that, he's in the hundreds and all that. Yeah, like, you easy. can't do that in the U.S. either now. Hell so no, like, that's you. Nope, no, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> and the movie Borderland was loosely based on Adolfo and the narco Satanist cult. Have you seen that? I have not. Me either. And <laughs> we're gonna have to watch that. I think. Like. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I don't even know what it's about or when it came out (laughs) and the song sacrificial shack by the band pain teens is a song from the point of view of a cult member who confesses his crimes to the police after he is captured um and taking the police to adolfo's ranch for the basically giving them a tour so that's what the song is about twisted i'm sure they're a metal band for sure you know 
But what a what a heavy and crazy ride today's yeah. episode has been. So let's do something fun to end this episode. We're gonna announce our giveaway winners. Congratulations goes out to Anna Francisca Juarez. She is our winner from Instagram. And a congratulations goes out to Crystal Hadley. She is our winner for Facebook. Way to go, ladies. We'll be in touch with you very, very soon. Thank you so much, guys, for watching another episode of our podcast. Congratulations to our winners. And if you're watching on YouTube, please like this video and subscribe to our channel. If you're on Spotify, give us a follow and uh, rate our podcast. Other than that, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at The Less and Mo Show. Give us a follow, you guys. The, the Mo, Mo you know, know the, the less, less you fear. fear. So, so tune, tune in next week, week right back, back here. here.